this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Temptation Island Rehap Up. I am Maggie Morgan, and I am one of your hosts here to take you along this this journey that we're on, watching these hot dummies on islands here, Temptation Island to be specific. Today we're talking about Season 4, Episode 3, and with me is my fabulous, fantastic, fierce, incredible co-host, Miss Kirsten McKinnis. How are you today, Kirsten? I am doing great. I have to assume that you gave me such a good intro because Jacob exposed you for giving him good intros and not me. Uh, and also to go in your face, Jacob, for him not being here today. <laughs> well, no, I did it because last week I was nervous because I host, I always, this is the thing. I always opened the Real Housewives wrap up. I was always doing it. So it just sort of began there. And then last week, like you did it the first episode and then I did it. So I was like unsure getting my footing. But now I know what I know where I'm at. I know what I'm up to. I'm back. I'm back, baby. Perfect. Kristen Look at you. Intro. You're um, too, Maggie. Come on. Love you. Okay. With us today is one of my best friends. She is the host of the Fit Literate podcast, and also she runs the Energy Academy, which is a um, online fitness academy. Her name is Laura Gerard, and she's here with us. Laura, how are you today? I'm doing really well. I'm a little... I was preparing to be offended that you weren't going to give me as good of an intro as Kirsten had, but I'm okay now. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here oh. talking about this absolutely unholy show. It is so unholy. That's not a good way to describe it. Um, so, Laura, you were on with us last season. You watched last season. How do you think this season is shaping up compared to last? Ooh, um, I feel like okay. I have to admit that after we watched last season, because of course Maggie got me hooked on the show, I have gone mm. back and watched Temptation Island season two and then season one. <laughs> Oh, I, know that. I know you did your homework <laughs> unfortunately uh yeah I had to do some like dramaturgy before I was going to come back on the podcast um I love the couples this season I feel like we're seeing a more well-rounded cast of characters less mm-hmm. archetypical um and I think we're like pretty hot out of the gate like things have really gotten going so I'm excited about that. I think it's going to be a great season. 
Sounds like we're talking about fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have yeah, your Excel sheet, would you like to make any trades this week? Uh, are you putting anyone on the bench? Are those fantasy oh my God, football I wouldn't know where to begin. I actually don't know. Yeah, I You're have speaking no idea. Greek to me. Yeah. Hung up. <laughs> I do want to know, Laura, because you are a connoisseur of reality television, as are oh, we. <laughs> and I know that you watch a lot of these with your amazing, sweet, wonderful boyfriend, Grady. And I want to know where Temptation Island ranks on, on the list for him, like how he feels about it compared to the Love is Blinds and, you know, Survivors uh-huh. and the rest of uh-huh. them. The lowest of the low. Truly. <laughs> I think we can um, all agree about that. <laughs> he watched a bit of this last episode uh, when I was catching up, and I do have a few Grady takes, but I've discovered that um, his patience for reality TV is directly proportionate to how much he's trying to impress me. So while he did give great in-depth takes on like love is blind season one and a few seasons of Mm -hmm. big brother it's worn off fast especially the deeper i get into the reality tv hole where he's like another one and i'm like "Uh uh-huh and he's like i'm gonna go play elden ring so um (laughs) he has not been watching this season of temptation island with me uh i haven't really pushed the issue on that but i do have a few good grady takes for you so happy to to hear him um i also since we we first recorded last year laura uh i feel like i've become obsessed with you and now it's i'm like oh am i gonna <laughs> act weird to I'm laura on the podcast no don't be weird <laughs> kirsten we're friends now it should be I less know, weird i know okay, i like showed up like, with my hair done last year <laughs> in, in theory, i'm like yes we are friends but then i'm like but are are we friends? Am I gonna mess this? I don't know. I'm in my. I have your home address. Shut up. That's true. You do have my home address. I don't um, even have her home address. So there you go. Well, Laura well. sent me goodies and made me feel like a real influencer. It was so kind. Um. Okay. So before we get into this, I do just want to say on a serious note, this was brought to my attention on Twitter, and the person actually deleted their tweet after i acknowledged it so i i can't give credit for Mm. for letting us know about this but thank you very much for correcting us um the show has not touched this once or given us any reason to know this but if you look on ash's instagram they do have their pronouns listed as they them not she her uh so really we didn't know and we're really sorry and we're going to make sure we get it right moving forward but just wanted to cue that up at the top in case anybody else just hadn't been to their instagram and didn't know perfect sounds good cool cool um so we open this episode this episode was fun because i feel like we got a ton of like half the episode was bonfire content which is always the best content on the season mm-hmm, you know yes um so we open the episode on uh, literally my first note is we open back up on Edgar sobbing. Um, so Edgar is still very upset about watching Jillian talk about how she may want to take off her promise ring. And um, Marco Wahlberg lets him know that um, it's clear that Edgar's emotions are raw and difficult, but he's absolutely clear on the way that he feels, which is a good thing. So thanks Marco Wahlberg for that nugget of wisdom. I mean, I think it's very clear that Edgar went to a good theater program. 
<laughs> like, do you buy this? I do not buy this. No. <laughs> Considering, I think, I think it's like you lean in, right? Like, I think it's yeah. like he is upset, but like you lean in. Go ahead, Laura. For the listeners at home, I'm also a graduate of the same theater program as Maggie Morgan, Jillian, and <laughs> And I also, I don't know either of them. They seem like lovely people. This was a stunning performance from Edgar. Whether or not those emotions were real, he was giving us moment-to-moment beat shifts, employing mm-hmm. every tactic he could throw at Mark L. Wahlberg. And honestly, like, a brilliant, a beautiful performance. And I don't mean performance mm-hmm. in a fake way. I mean, like, Edgar got himself several more, like, diary room cuts because of that monologue. Like, that was really compelling. Honestly, like, hard agree, and honestly, like, I'm gonna say it, Jillian and Edgar understand the assignment. They know where they are, they know what they want from them, and it's great. Like, it's great. It gives us the opportunity to have, like, hot takes and strong opinions on them, because, like, they get that they're on a show, and they're here to entertain. Like, of course, the emotions, there can be truth to it, but they understand, like, they're not like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime therapeutic, yeah, they're they're not like, this is a therapeutic once-in-a-lifetime experience. They're like, I'm on reality (laughs) TV! Yeah, they're cheating out. They're yes-anding Mark L. Wahlberg. Like, Uh are you kidding? I know we're skipping ahead here, but Jillian at that bonfire, I've never seen someone so media trained. Like, she was ready. (laughs) She looks like she's... No. She looks like she's like leaning against a wall. That's how good her posture is. Like, she is ready. And looks gorgeous. I wish I had natural curls for the reason that anytime anyone with natural curls wears their hair in a messy bun, even they look like they're going to the Oscars. Like Jillian looks like a million dollars sitting there watching her clip of maybe her boyfriend's going to cheat on her. I was like, this is fa- fabulous for me. Like th- I, this was, she was giving everything I wanted her to give, you know? I just remind me to send you a selfie next time I have a messy bun in because it does not look like going to the Oscars. I was gonna say for the listeners at home, Maggie has the type of hair that air dries like she got a blowout. So don't take her word for this. <laughs> don't don't listen to her curly hair, girl. Okay, uh, uh, so here's the thing. Everything that both of you have said is true. They know where they are. They are incredibly media savvy. They are putting on a good performance. But I like naive dummies who don't know what they're getting into. And so I just (laughs) Mm -hmm. am like, ugh, imagine if these two people were on the show but had no idea how to handle it. Imagine the train wreck. And that's why I watch these shows. You mean like Ash and Hanya? And and (laughs) are Ash and Hanya not giving? They are. Oh, yes. They're giving. (laughs) That's true. I would argue that it makes good balance because sometimes when the people who are naive to their circumstances get got, it makes me a little sad. Mm. And I think that um, maybe Jillian and Edgar are perhaps a little too poised, a little too emotionally available at the beginning, but maybe they'll ride the waves a little smoother. So I think there's room for a variety of experiences here on Temptation Island. (laughs) Who are you, Mark? <laughs> you sound like Mark Wahlberg. 
She's God, I love her like so you, much. Maggie, and give therapy. Second best <laughs> well, host in reality TV history. Who is your who's number one? Jeff. Jeff Probes. Mm, we got to get you on BB Can because Arissa is just mm-hmm. everything. Okay. Yeah, I will say, Marco Wahlberg, especially with the boys this season for some reason, and I do say boys rather than men, he is doling out personalized prescriptive advice like he's the fucking am i allowed to say the fuck yes. word yeah you're fine. Mm-hmm. like he's the fucking wizard of oz he's like <laughs> <laughs> and for edgar strength of heart and for luke daddy's approval and like it's so like he has almost cannibalized his own method of hosting to the point mm-hmm. where he is like i'm here to do therapy period he, but he still reads creepy uncle to me i'm sorry he will never not like i do think he's a great host which i've come around on that but i don't think i would ever want to talk to mark well this leads me into our next person lachelle yeah. because he so the clip that he watches is ashley talking to that guy mike who she's now decided she doesn't like at all um saying like I can't she's, believe <laughs> she's like i can't i can't believe i've made the instant connection with you it's so crazy like i can't believe it and lachelle watches it and then like does not care like could not be less bothered like he even starts laughing but not in like the oh gosh like i'm so uncomfortable i'm laughing like he just straight up doesn't care it seems how are you supposed to believe someone saying they have an instant connection with that guy you know like it really (laughs) does look like a joke um but also like i'm sorry they've been together seven years and he can't even Mm -hmm. pretend to be upset i like this guy kind of sucks i'm sorry wait how do you pronounce his name i thought it was lascelles i think it's lascelle yeah that's lascelle yeah isn't it yeah oh okay did i say lachelle one? No. Maybe. Is it LaSalle or LaSalle's plural? I think it's LaSalle's, but like, it is technically, it's probably properly you don't pronounce the S, but mm-hmm. uh, because they're in America, people pronounce okay. the S would be my guess. I My sense of that was that he could see that that boy looking, <laughs> like acting extremely corny towards Ashley and be like oh I know she's not into that Like he doesn't seem like a person where that's his game and I feel like he would know that that is an immediate turn off for his girlfriend of seven years so I feel like that would be a a fair guess yeah and he's like secure enough in the relationship that he doesn't care but the the whole point of me bringing this up is that Marco Wahlberg is like do you care and he's like i mean yeah i care and mark's like well i'm not judging but even lincoln who was like washing dishes and half listening to the tv today was like well it sounds like mark's judging like it sounds like mark's judging him um but he was like you know i just feel like we are lacking something emotionally and she is trying to get here like i want her to explore that part of herself so yeah i mean i think that he wants to break up with her right now <laughs> that's sort of yeah. my thought oh that's, that's interesting I, I did a different read on that I just like but... 
the way that he seems to be able to have emotional conversations with other girls, uh, but has apparently never had a like emotionally intimate moment with his girlfriend of seven years leads me to believe that they are not meant to be. Yeah, that's questionable. I wonder if we're going to have a mid season Kristen and Julian style reveal Mm. where we find out about some like shared history, family trauma, Trauma. drama, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. Like there seems to be something deeper because they're two seemingly kind, very attractive well-adjusted people so for there to be this like major disconnect feels like something's going on that we don't know about Mm -hmm. because he's also not like disregarding his girlfriend and then going and throwing himself all over the temptresses i think he just like doesn't care i think that probably a relationship (laughs) is not his top priority right now so he's just kind of Mm -hmm. vibing and doing what he wants (laughs) And is like, yeah, if if Ashley wants to be there, that's fine. If she doesn't, that's fine, too. Which, like, maybe he won't feel that way if she does break up with him. And then he'll be like, oh, my God, what have I lost? But he doesn't seem to realize what he has, in my opinion. But I feel like, I, I do feel like, though, if he was like, oh, my gosh, what was I thinking? He would have reacted the way Hanya reacted and not the way he just reacted, which was sort of like, meh. Like, I... I feel like that's how you act when, like, you've mentally broken up with somebody. You know, like you. We all know that scenario, or have been in it ourselves, or have seen it, where somebody who's been in like a sort of long term relationship, when they break up with their partner, they're like totally fine because they mentally broke up with their partner six months before. Like, I feel like he's in that situation right now, where like he he's like one foot out the door, and okay yeah. with the idea that they aren't meant to be. I just feel like typically when we see that, though, and like, obviously, this is a very heteronormative take. I feel like normally it's that women will break up with their partners mentally like months before and that men normally don't do that. But obviously, I can't speak about all men. Right. So I don't know. I get kind of the same sense and I don't want to contradict you too hard, Maggie, but I feel like. No, that's I I feel like that's kind of more what we're seeing with Ash and Hanya. And I do get the sense that either Ashley and LaSalle's are leaving this like rock solid or there's going to be like a really rude awakening. I don't think he's like, I don't think he's checked out. I think he's secure. Oh, okay. That is an interesting view. I think it could be both, to be honest, though. Like, I think it could be he feels secure in what he has, but he also just doesn't realize that he should care about it as much as he should. Totally, totally. But I don't think he's, like, trying to get rid of her. And that's why he doesn't care. I think he's, maybe he's, like, aromantic or just not uh, maybe so emotionally closed off. I don't know how you are with someone for seven years and are like that, but like to never I have don't get one? the sense that he's like running away. Like Ashley mm. says that she never had one emotionally intimate moment with him. That sets off so many alarm bells for me. Like not even one, like Mike, that loser saying, Oh, what <laughs> is love to you? Because it could be anything. <laughs> and she was like, Oh my God. LaSalle has never said anything like that to me before. (laughs) And it's a deeper conversation than anything we've had in seven years. Like, 
something is broken in that relationship. And I don't know if it's about complacency or like not advocating for yourself or like what, but it's just, it's so deeply wrong. Yeah. Yeah. What do they talk about? Like, I don't know. Like, Oh, how was your day? Yeah. I I feel like I have emotional moments with Maggie like every week and (laughs) they've never had one. It's like the first week of college when (laughs) girls like show up and they meet one dude in a vest who's like, yeah, I really connect to Hamlet. And they're like, wow, he's so interesting. He has so many thoughts and so much to say. I'm going to dump my high school boyfriend. That's what's happening to Ashley right now. (laughs) Whipple spell. (laughs) You know what? Sometimes people meet one oh boy in college and just date them for seven years. It's fine. Sorry, was that a sore spot? <laughs> uh, I don't think my ex ever wore a vest, so. Oh, but not. truly, like, that guy was like, so, what do you think about love, my queen? And she was like, oh my god, we have such a deep connection. No one has ever asked me things like that before. <laughs> because and every boy who went to, to my... Better for yeah. Well, and then 10 minutes because later, every he's boy like, went to my high school. Go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's like, because, uh, yeah, you're like, oh, no one's ever asked me that before because every boy who went to your high school wants to talk about GameCube. Like, because they're 17, <laughs> yeah. you know? Say GameCube again. GameCube. <laughs> um, Sorry, go ahead, Kirsten. What were you going to say? Oh, God. It's gone. It's fine. It can't have been very important. Oh, man. Um, We lost it for GameCube. No, that was worth it. I I love how you say GameCube. I didn't think I would ever hear anyone talk about GameCube again. Actually, I have my ex-boyfriend's GameCube. If uh, Should I bring it to New York? Break it. Yes, I want it. it. Oh, my God. I didn't even want it. And he was like, here, take this. Be good to it. It's been, it's been, it's helped me through a lot. And I was like, I don't want this. You can have it. And, and he was that like, was the most meaningful gift you had ever been given, Kirsten, because no one had been emotional like that with you before, right? I mean, it might be the <sighs> most like emotional gift he ever gave me. But I was like, I don't, I don't need it. Like you can have it. And he's like, no, just, just be good to it. I was like, hey, enough. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> he said, take this and remember me. Oh, Whatever, it's fine. Um, who's next at the bonfire? Hanya. Oh, God. Right, okay. So, Ugh. I died because obviously <laughs> Hanya gets to see, you know, Ash talking about how they're a very physical person and then seeing some of the pillow wall that we had seen, uh, which we mm-hmm. obviously knew that Hanya would see. And Hanya, the one who wants an open relationship, is distraught and he's done worse in my opinion than what they've done can i actually defend the pillow wall as a strategic play for a moment (laughs) by ash yes yes and say that i think that was a brilliant move on their part because if you know you know that footage of you in bed with another person is going to be shown to your partner right Mm -hmm. we i mean there are some instances where we know what's happening but like the the show Temptation Island production will show bed footage under covers and we don't really know what's yeah. happening under but if you build the pillow wall you make it very clear that we are kissing which i think was a 
fine with okay, the boundaries. Yeah. Uh, said, okay, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. You make it very clear that there was no body contact and they can't edit it to make it look like you were more intimate than that. So I think that, ah. yes, it's incredibly juvenile and like, you know, you black out, you build a pillow wall, like that's the most like freshman college party move ever. But I think if we view it from a strategic lens, I think that's actually a really smart Temptation mm. Island play. You perhaps Ash, perhaps Ash should go on Big Brother because the way that you're <laughs> selling their behavior, it's very, very sneaky. And very, I don't know about that because they know. also opened up to like the first fitness instructor that was like, "Hey, I think you're beautiful." <laughs> the first so person I don't know opposite if that's body true. from their boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, I don't know Unleashed. if that's interpersonal so skills are there, but I think the like manipulating production skills might deserve some credit. You've won me over. I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. Good point. But Good yeah, point. Hanya like is very upset by this, which I was surprised by. I think that Hanya um is in the classic scenario where he's like, yeah, open relationship. And and then when faced with the fact that perhaps he's not the one who's going to be having the most fun in the open relationship, he decided he didn't want it anymore. He's be like, and I don't like this anymore. Yeah, you know, it's like relationship. It's like what is? I'm sure that there's on a it's some television series or something. I'm sure like it's like the trope of like the guy who really wants to do a threesome, and then suddenly like nobody's interested in him. During what what's going on, and then they're like, "Hey, uh, oh, you wait. mean in in Friends where Ross suggests yeah. a threesome, be, but actually his wife is a lesbian, so it just turns into him watching." Um. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I feel like he's having a bit of a Ross Geller moment here, being like, "This isn't what I what I expected." But I do think that I want to say that, like Hanya's reaction, though, I thought for sure he was going to be like, "Fuck this!" Like screw them i'm gonna do what i want now but i think that like hanya was like hmm i think perhaps i've made a mistake and i need to do some self-reflection <laughs> he did um, handle, He was more upset and less angry which i can yes. respect mm-hmm. agreed because I you're think, allowed to be upset yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think that uh i think he's still gonna be messy i think that he uh will not be just suddenly respectable. Because again, once we get to Ash at the bonfire, I think that they saw much more damning material from Hanya than Hanya saw from Ash. Yeah, I uh I I think that well the thing is like we had we were like, oh, are they gonna edit it to make it look way worse last week for what Ash has to see. But I mean, they showed everybody in the shower, like all of the women got to see their partners in the shower with those girls. Like they, they saw everything. So, you know, I, I don't really know how much of it was edited, but um, my mom had a take on Hanya. Let me find it. Um, she said, interesting. I thought Hanya would be mad and have some revenge. And yet he's sad. And realizes he might have screwed up with the open relationship idea. It's not the response I anticipated. Maybe he is deeper than I initially gave him credit for. Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) So, you know, 
Mary was interested in the fact that he wasn't angry and more upset too. So, you know. I would love to put Mary and Hanya and Ash in a room and just have them talk about like normal life stuff. That would be so... That would be some really good content. Also, I would like to... Ooh, you go. No, I was just going to say... No, I was just going to say my mother like would be so funny because she wouldn't like be like she would be fine like she could talk to them but then she would leave and she'd be like those people are crazy like I (laughs) she would be like oh and like say and be like super respectful and like very nice to them but then like after they left she'd be like oh my gosh listen to what they said to me like she would just it, it would be really really fun I think to be a fly in the wall in there Wouldn't and you after, love but... to put your mother on Bushwick Tinder for like 30 minutes, Maggie? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I think that she might surprise me, actually. She might be like, why not? Give him a chance. And I would be like, he has a lip, an inner lip tattoo that says They're Mama, a polyamorous couple of triple Scorpios. Give them a chance, Maggie. <laughs> Maggie, yeah. the inner lip tattoos fade away so fast. It's fine. All right. Well, good to know. Maybe I should not put that on a red flag list. I mean, I, I didn't say that. Um, I did <laughs> not say that. Maggie, what we need to do is um, get on a call where you are sharing your screen with me so we can swipe together because nothing would uh-huh. bring me greater joy. And I did that swiping this past fall with uh, Scally, Chappelle, and Puya, And it was mm-hmm. so much fun. We swiped for like three hours. <laughs> Really? The, the thing I okay. would like to say about All right, I'll do Ash it. I need help. And Hanya. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. is that I feel like if you ask them about their fears of this experience or their hopes for this experience, maybe, like Hanya would be like, Well, I wanna see Ash like having fun and experimenting and like seeing what it would be like to be like open. And I feel like Ash would be like, well, you know, I'd be really upset if I saw Hanya like making a deep connection with someone like an emotional connection. But I know he wants to be open. And I feel like they both saw the opposite of that. We're both deeply upset. Mm -hmm. Like Ash didn't want Hanya to be doing the partying stuff Mm -hmm. and the, the licking of the other of the temptresses. and And Hanya didn't want to see Ash like being tender mm-hmm. with that, that boy. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, with what Ash saw from Hanya was, you know, him getting licked, like the chocolate sauce licked off of him, the girl like kissing his neck, everybody partying, and then everyone in the shower together, including him carrying her into the shower. And Ash reveals that when they meet people in public that Hanya thinks are hotter than Ash, he will introduce them as this is my friend ash and not like my partner oh my god i have to say ash is giving us some of the best lines of the season they Mm -hmm. said i wrote this down verbatim if there is a fine woman willing to fuck him harder he will introduce me as my friend ash like they're just spitting like slam poetry every every episode it's amazing I they moved to New York, right? You guys could be friends. Oh, maybe. Maybe. 
Uh, I bet I you that they live them. around me. They seem like a diehard Tumblr user to me. Like, well, yeah. well and they're, they're um, very. Their username is that dot ash dot hole. So I think that is mm. very uh, Tumblr esque. I also mm. feel like Ash low key reminds me a little of Julia Fox, just like a little, like the like carefree sort of like gives no shits attitude, like telling it how it is, like doesn't care, a little weird. Like I'm into them. Um, And the way Ash has only four more Instagram followers than me. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Their bios is menace to male society. Public figure. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm following them. I'm going to try and become friends with them. I think you could do it. I think now's the time. Yeah, I think, you know, it's a good time. I feel like, you know, we're on a, a well, it's, they actually, I feel like she has so many more followers than me because their grid looks beautiful and my grid looks like trash, but. Maybe they me. will from Temptation Island. Maybe it'll bring them. Well, they do have more followers. more followers than me. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe it's four people who either. Yeah, maybe it's it a, might newer be a new Instagram account. Feed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving on to the girls' bonfire. Um, so we already talked a little bit about what Ash saw. Do we want to just wrap that up? Basically, like with I think that Ash came back with a vengeance, like ready to be like, "Well, screw you, Hanya. <laughs> Goodbye." I, <laughs> they yeah. were really, it really insulted. I think by the fact that Hanya said, "Out of sight, out of mind," because I think that well, was like their number one said. fear. That's mm-hmm. what literally last week Ash said, I worry that when I'm not in front of him, he won't remember me. And then he straight mm-hmm. up said, I don't have object permanence. So <laughs> I forget about my girlfriend when they're not there. Not a good look. Mm-mm. No. <sighs> <laughs> um, I so many should we talk- about these two. Should we talk about... Oh, wait. We should probably take an ad break before we move on to talk about the rest of the girls' bonfire. So why don't we do that? And we will be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. 
Download the new Bumble now. And we're back. So let's talk about Iris's clip that she got of Luke doing the lap dance, getting the whipped cream lick off of him, all of that. Um, what did you think of that, Kirsten? Um, I can't believe I didn't realize how bad Luke was in the first episode, Meg. You were so right. I need to just give you your <laughs> your roses here, uh, your flowers. Uh, what is wrong with this man? <laughs> like terrible what? man. What? Terrible man. Terrible, terrible man. And the thing is, snowed all of the other women into being like, your girlfriend seems terrible to him. Like you are the victim in the relationship. Like the girls, this, I know I'm jumping ahead, but the girls, the rest of this episode being like, she seems immature and like, you just need a break. I was like, terrible. Emily is a registered nurse and she (laughs) is popping up saying, oh, well, why is the past getting brought up as if, because the way it's presented to us, Luke consistently is texting other girls and DMing other girls. And so it continues to be a problem and Iris continues to bring it up. But Luke is presenting it like, well, that's all in the past. I've grown. I'm not the same man anymore. Uh, Why does she keep bringing it up? And it's like, because you keep doing it. Stop doing it and it won't come up anymore. Laura, do you have thoughts on Luke? I have... I have so many and none at all. Luke just is like <laughs> my mother would say how nature says do not touch. Like <laughs> there are just so many red flags. Nancy! Like Nancy! <laughs> oh my god. Luke just I feel like again not to skip too far ahead in the episode, but I feel like he alluded to a history of some trauma and like family issues ergo intimacy issues attachment style stuff that I think is maybe something he should see a certified uh, licensed therapist about and not Mark L. Wahlberg Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. but there's some like there's some itch for acceptance that like being with Iris is scratching but like he clearly does not there's something weird going on there and i mean who knows it's so speculative and shitty to say about strangers but it is very bizarre that they're both painting entirely different pictures of what their relationship is like and i don't trust him that's the long and short of it i'll never meet this man he won't listen to this i can say i don't trust him he scares me And he's the the kind of, like, shifty that just Mm -hmm. makes me really nervous. He would hate me. He would walk (laughs) into a room. No, seriously. Like, he's the type of guy that immediately hates me. And it's because you have one beer and you'd be like, what's your deal, dude? (laughs) Yeah, I would be like, why are you terrible? You're right. Uh Uh-huh. I would. Because I would be like, why are you? Like, I, I would... I just would have his number and I feel like he can't handle that. Like he needs to be like the one in control all the time. He's like, well, the fact that he's talking about like, Oh, like I'm trying so hard and it's not recognized. Like it's not recognized what a good guy I'm being. And like any guy that needs a pat on the head for being like a good guy is automatically an 
enormous red flag for me. And then also when he's questioned about like what he's doing, he's like, well, I'm trying really hard not to make the mistakes I keep making. So I need recognition for being a good guy. Like, no. let's press a little bit further. And I don't know. Like, there's something look, there's something going on. Try not cheating on your girlfriend. And then we can talk about not getting mad about it. Like, it's not even giving you a reward. You don't get a reward for not cheating. The reward is being in a good relationship that is not plagued by infidelity. I don't, I don't understand him. I do not yeah. like him. I and would then like he says, Iris is the away. life of the party. She attracts so much attention. Dudes are all over her. And I'm like, this seems like a Where? nice woman, like, sitting also, quietly in the corner who just happens to be beautiful. And you're projecting a mm-hmm. lot onto her. Exactly. It's like the way he's describing her. Exactly. He's like, she, everybody wants to talk to her, be around her. She's like the number one it girl in every room she walks in, like all this. And she's, you're right. She's just like hanging out. Like she is very normal (laughs) and and beautiful. Everybody wants to be with your girlfriend, but she's choosing not to be with them because she wants to be with you. That should be a sign of pride, buddy, that you've got Mm -hmm. this life of the party that everyone wants who's so beautiful and amazing. But instead, you are insecure because people like her better than you because she doesn't suck. And you sit there (laughs) and you mistreat her. Like, I'm sorry. He sucks so bad. Oh, that's the best take, Kirsten. What you just said right there. That's the take of the episode. I'm sorry everybody likes your girlfriend more than you, so you have to make her feel less than you Mm. because you're insecure. Like, that's what I'm getting. I mean, I've watched him for about mm, 20 minutes on my screen total in the past three episodes, and that's what I've received from it. I, um... I hope that he's not this way and the rest of the season's arc is like, wow, redemptive, but like, terrible man. (laughs) I would love to learn some more about him because he truly, I mean, just the fact that we have seen about 20 minutes of footage about him Mm -hmm. and he's alluded to like some, you know, really deep stuff that he's working through. Like, I hope we get some background so I can feel a little bit more empathetic. But right now, what? What are you laughing about? I'm laughing about that when you said your mother would say it's awful. <laughs> it's awful. Well, and that's the other thing too. Like, Laura, you make a really good point that you know if there is some sort of larger trauma or issue that he has behind the scenes, yes, go see a therapist. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I have problems too. So I read attached and started therapy. Like, I I don't understand why yeah, his coping method is cheating. Don't go on Temptation Island. Like, <laughs> oh, no. That's a full thought. I think that's a solution for everyone. Like, a well-adjusted... Uh, um, oh, what's it? What's the good one? What's the good attachment style? Uh, securely uh, attached. Secure. A well-adjusted, securely attached couple should not go on Temptation Island. So they if you're would. having, like, deep, like mother wounds or abandonment issues or like daddy issues like this is not the arena for you every couple (laughs) on temptation island is either avoidant avoidant or avoidant anxious there is no securely attached people on this show i'm sorry that that's not what securely attached people would be told hey i want to go on temptation island to test our relationship and they would be like I think we should break up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right now. Yes. That's a, yeah. I think that that's what 90% of people would do. I, Can I do so another funny. diversion? 
yeah, and say that yes, from please. Uh, doing my historical deep dive, aka binging season one of Temptation Island Girl. on the night that season four premiered because I needed more to feed my little hamster brain. Um, <laughs> don't spit, Kristen. <laughs> um, the funniest thing for me about this show is that when they do their sort of more serious, more emotional, like talking head interviews, so many of them talk about like these false stakes that they've created where they're like, I just hope he doesn't forget why we're here. Or like, I'm just really trying to focus on like what brought us here and how I like, I'm trying to um, experience this to the fullest. And no one can agree on what the purpose of this quote unquote experiment is. Like, like if you press them one inch further on, well, why are you here? <laughs> there are no like, there's no good outcome. There's no good rule. There's no like greater meaning, but they all refer to this like, mm-hmm. like manifest destiny, define, divine intervention, reason for being here in this Hawaiian villa. And like, mm-hmm. everybody loses. There's no way to like see this experiment through to the end. And yeah, experience like, it fully and also have a good time. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't think it's possible. I I just, I'm I'm with you completely. Like, why, I don't understand why anyone actually would go there. It's like on The Bachelor they when they're like, oh, you're here for the right reasons. Like, that's bullshit on The Bachelor, but at least it makes sense because there's some, um, there's some shared group delusion about like, why they're no. there? Yeah, they all have syndrome on the There's Bachelor. Nothing. Yeah, but at least I don't know. I feel like on the Bachelor, like that. I also, if I ever met anyone and they were like, "Yes, I was once a contestant on the Bachelor," I would be like, "Goodbye." Like, you know, <laughs> there's like not like I can't. You know, wait, you're wait, not. Wait, I can't talk to you either. again. Oh, never. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what? Yeah. What? But what you know do you what I mean? mean? At least there's like a there's like a shared intention there, whether or not it's supported by yeah, reality. It's like to find but on Temptation love. Island, when they talk about like, oh, you know, big asterisk, why we're here, like no one can seem to agree on why we're yeah, here. Well, well and Marco at least Wahlberg would after- probably argue that it's a, a different reason for every couple. It's an experiment that where you test your relationship, which means different things to every couple. Well, Markel Wahlberg is like a benevolent jigsaw. Like, I'm convinced that <laughs> every executive producer on this show is just one of his pseudonyms. And this is like his weird, like, pet project where he gets to play therapist. And I, so, I love, I love that. that. Man, but. Yes, because like the yacht shows up and he like turns around and he's like, you want to play a game? <laughs> It's like, yes, uh, your hand is trapped in this relationship and you do have to bite your arm off to go be in an open relationship. <laughs> you have to dive into you have to dive into a pit of margarita surrounded by floating boobs to re- retrieve the engagement <laughs> ring for your girlfriend that hates you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. But really? They are getting punished for their own wrongs <laughs> in the world. I love it. Oh, fantastic. I would love um, if someone could Photoshop 
Jigsaw's face onto Marco Wahlberg's body. I can do that for you. I'll have that done in 10 minutes. Perfect. (laughs) Have that on my desk for the end of the day. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> That'll be the the graphic that we tweet out with the episode, Kirsten. Kirsten, you're joking, but I'm a big fan of amateur phone Photoshop. So like, oh, this would I, be what keeps me up tonight. Like, I could do it on Snapchat, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um... So just to just to finish out the girls' bonfire, um, oh we God. already sort of talked about the first five minutes of the episode. We're yeah, right. In. It's fine. No, it's okay because the rest of the episode was like boring. Um, like, well, but, we're gonna talk so, about them driving go karts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's like a little love triangle, I guess, happening sort of. Um, but uh, the other thing that I wanted to say is Jillian's clip is Edgar basically just talking to Marissa, and Jillian I think holds herself really well here, which I'm sure it's easier because her clip is not her boyfriend like getting whipped cream licked off of him, what? but. She she's sure. basically like, you know, because Edgar is like, well, I'm here because Jillian needs to figure out like if she wants to be alone. And Jillian was like, true. And that was sort of it. I, <laughs> you know, well, and I really thought they were going to show the clip where he said I would marry her right now, but she doesn't know if she wants to marry me. And I feel like mm. that might have thrown her into more emotional upheaval than this did. Or maybe mm-hmm. not. I don't know. But yeah, she's got poise. She's got grace. She knows she's on a TV show. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. She also like my mom is convinced that Jillian wants to break up with Edgar and is and brought him here so that he could mess up first so that she could be like okay well we have to break up like that's what she thinks is gonna happen with them is like he's gonna mess up and she's gonna be like okay now we're done you know because she's like one foot out the door and maybe that is what I was sort of saying about Lachelle that's maybe what's going on with Jillian where she's like one foot out the door just like it's hanging on by a thread. And she's I mean, to be fair to, to her, he has messed up, right? Like, they've barely come yes. out on the show, but we've talked about that he's cheated on her. So, uh-huh. I don't... Yeah. I feel like the show is heavily editing it to be like, Jillian just doesn't know, and Edgar's ready to marry her, and then they'll give us a little aside and be like, oh, and they both cheated on each other, too. <laughs> it's like, well, that feels like important context. Yeah, and it's, like 20. it's very strange. Like, they're mm-hmm. children. Um, like, and that's the other thing, too, is I have no interest in, like, someone who's 21 to 23 years old, just like, I don't need them in my life, I don't need to talk to them, like, it just feels like a child, even though I know that, like, yes, they're adults, I know, and I know I'm only 29, but they just feel like children to me, and I don't need to associate. <laughs> I think this is a really good example of what you were saying about, um, eh, Maggie, what you were speculating about Ashley and LaSalle's about, like, yeah, oh, mm-hmm. you've already broken up with someone in your head. Mm-hmm. I think if you're 21 years old and you are saying, Oh, I don't know. Maybe I just get the feeling that I should be alone in my 20s and maybe this isn't it. But I mean, maybe mm-hmm. it is. So I don't want to like, mm-hmm. I think you've already made up your mind. Yeah. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, maybe you no, shouldn't have come not. on national television to do it, you know, but and there's you know, clearly a lot of love them. between them. I feel like uh-huh. even more than the other couples, like you can, that's like palpable. But it also seems yeah. like it's 
if you're questioning that much, then no, that's definitely not the person you should get At married least, to. Not right now, right? Like, that's not even to say that maybe they won't, like, one day end up together and their paths could cross. But, like, right now, I think they probably need some time apart to grow and figure out who they are uh, separately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely. Um, Especially what they, so, they've been dating for three years. So they were dating since mm-hmm. they were 18. Like, yeah. No. Yeah. And I, I think, don't. I think like Jillian is articulating that. Like, she's like, I'm so young, which I think is impressive mm-hmm. because I think when I was 21, exactly. I'm like, oh my God, I'm the crypt keeper. I'll I never thought be I was 16 an adult. again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so for her to be like, I'm actually so young and I have so much time. And like, should I be making use of that time? Like, I think you already know. I think, mm-hmm. I think that's the, I think you're giving, well, and you're already there. getting, and you're already giving, getting jealous of the firefighter going on a date with Ash, which oh, she likes it's, Tommy. I was well, crying. like Tommy or oh no, Jillian does. Yes, yeah, sorry. Jillian likes Tommy, and Ash took Tommy out to be like, oh, I don't want to focus too much on Taylor. Uh, and Jillian's like the whole day, all I could think about was Tommy. Not all I could think about was Edgar, Tommy, who she met like a day and a half ago. Which I think is a bad sign for the... Uh, I will say, Jillian's... <laughs> when Jillian saw Ash ask Tommy out, that eye roll hair flip was iconic. <laughs> it was good. And also, <laughs> I feel like in past seasons, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's been sort of a mutual understanding between the the fellow um, temptees, where it's like, hey, if there's a person you're specifically interested in, I'm not going to like approach them. And I feel like mm-hmm. if you... If Ash was truly just trying to forget about that blonde guy, mm-hmm. then there are like 10 other men that you mm-hmm. could have gone for rather than the one person Jillian was making a connection with. But also maybe they don't know like that Jillian and Tommy are making connections. So maybe I'm reading too much into that. I just feel like I've never seen that happen before. Yeah, I... I, I oh, sorry. I, 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 I just feel like... S- sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say that I think that it was good that Ash was following the rules set out by Hanya about like, if if we're going to do the open relationship thing, you can be physical, no emotional connections. So Ash was like, great, I want to be physical with Taylor, which means no emotional connections, no dates, which I was like, amazing. They are following the rules. They're doing exactly what their boyfriend told them to do. Like, I feel like this... Ash is like really killing the open relationship boundaries. <laughs> I, well, I think it was Allie last week said that Ash is like the perfect candidate for an open relationship. And I do think Allie's right there. The other thing too is I feel like, you know, last season we saw the, the women all kind of became friends and bonded a lot. And I feel like they had unspoken rules because they cared about each other. I don't mm. get the impression that any of the like femme presenting people in relationships uh, fuck with each other at all. Like, I do not really think they're friends. They're hanging out. No, they're hanging out this week. They were posting pictures like Jillian and Iris went to a music festival and they posted pictures of them like on a if boat somewhere. Like friends. Well, I, or just I, maybe I mean, not at this point in the season. Maybe it takes a little yeah, longer. Maybe, maybe a yeah. few people have to be emotionally destroyed before they open up. Perfect. <laughs> the female companionship. Yeah, you know. Um, That's the goal. And then I feel like the only other like big storyline in the episode is what's going on at the guys' villa. Wait, before we where, go to the guys, can I uh-huh. talk about Ash and Taylor again? 
Yes, please. Because mm-hmm. in this episode, Ash is talking about how Taylor has this sensitive, gentle side and how they like Taylor so much. And then the footage we are seeing is Taylor literally choking Ash while they make out and like grabbing them by the neck. And like, it's hot. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's very clear that there's a physical connection here, but I would not refer to any of it as gentle. Like, he's literally choking <laughs> them up against a wall, making out with them. And it's like, Kristen, the the confessional that Taylor has, Taylor is the guy's name, was like, Ash's boyfriend, I hope you see those clips, and I hope it hurts. Did you hear him call him Mr. Sir? No, I didn't. (laughs) Taylor called Hanya, he's like, Mr. Sir. (laughs) Also, yeah, guys born after 1997 are really into choking. It's weird. Um, I wonder if that's yeah. Taylor the... doesn't seem like uh, he and Ash are forming like a very tender emotional connection. No, well, but I mean, you know what? Just because they're choking doesn't mean there's not a tender emotional connection. <laughs> I just thought it was very funny to have the clip of Ash saying, "Oh, he's so gentle and kind and different." Uh, you know, with the clips of like. A, a pretty mm. violent makeout, like the juxtaposition. <laughs> you're saying, a lot. <laughs> and then Taylor threw away Ash's pillow wall. Threw them I all on the say, ground. Like kicks one this- pillow over. <laughs> <laughs> I also like the shoes artfully placed by the foot of the bed mm-hmm. in the like night vision camera. Um, I will say that uh, Grady came in. While Ash was doing a like talking head interview, and he was like, Was she like horrifically abused? Like, was she in a cult and escaped? Which, of course, <laughs> they, but he didn't know that. Uh-huh. One. But, but the show like, doesn't the, give you any indication to no, know that. But, like, yeah. it is true that the way that they talk is like very. Very cagey, and I uh, hope it's that- Julia Fox. That's what I'm saying. It's like Julia well, Fox ass. When, when I was watching the first episode, I couldn't remember which couple Maggie knew, and I just was like, "Oh, Ash is obviously the actress." Like, mm-hmm. I feel like they're giving in that department as well. If I can wildly speculate for a moment, please do. Hanya seems like sort of a like. Gary Johnson bro who like learned some therapy language online and is Mm -hmm. like I need to be me baby like don't stomp on my truth and has Ash somehow convinced that they'll never like be seen or understood by anyone who's not Hanya Uh and out of a fear of like Ash will like I, I won't be enough for them and Ash will leave me the second they find someone like more in some way mm-hmm. like the cause Honey was so upset when to see Ash like behaving within the boundaries that they talked about mm-hmm. I don't know I when Ash talks I hear someone who has been very I don't want to say like beaten down because I don't want to make like 
false assumptions, but it just seems mm-hmm. like they have zero confidence that anyone would ever be interested in them, which I think is why the Taylor thing hit so hard where it was like, oh, this like this guy just like likes me. And it's like, yes, you are a very like good looking, kind, open person, which also mm-hmm. like Hanya seems to be. But there's a there's a bizarre dynamic there is all I want to say about that. I- where it seems like they're almost over communicative to the point where it's detrimental. You know what I mean? Don't you know couples yeah. like that? Where No, 100%. And then the other thing, too, is with Taylor having called Hanya like Mr. Sir or something makes me think that there might be some sort of like fake Dom situation also going on over there, mm. which is also like, uh, I would say what Hanya is like almost 30, right? Is that right? Yeah. I feel like men about that age are really into being like, I'm a dom, but actually they're <laughs> just not a good partner. Yeah, that wow. sounds right. Yeah, he's exactly 30. Yeah. Yeah, there's an there's an interesting dynamic. It's and there's a dynamic there. where it's like we're yeah, again, I'm being really rude, but sometimes the more therapy language people know and the less therapy lang- the less actual therapy they've been to, they mm-hmm. tend to mm-hmm. use some like really pretty words to be really emotionally unavailable to each other under the guise of mm-hmm. like being really like intimate and progressive mm-hmm. and artsy you know well, it's it's mm-hmm. like when you uh talk about your feelings in such a way that you're not actually feeling them and then if yes. both people are doing that then you're actually not growing or developing anything you're just talking at each other mm-hmm. yeah yep That's um exactly so i think that we should do one more ad break before we finish up with the men's villa um so we will see you after that step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. So uh, to bring this episode home, we what the rest of the stuff that was going on at the guys' villa is basically that the girls are fighting over these four losers and for lack for of why? a better term. <laughs> this is so embarrassing for them. I mean, the, the 
problem is, and we had this problem last season too, like the tempters really think that they are the, the main character and like, they're just simply not at all. And it is so embarrassing for them. I hate it when the people come back from watching the bonfire where they just watch their partner, like deeply disrespect them. And they're like sobbing and the tempters are like, comforting them while also putting their hand on their upper thigh. Like, I hate it so much. It gives me, like, the grossest vibes ever. I know that's literally what they're there for, but I mean, it's the show, Maggie. If you were a tempter, you would be out there rubbing (laughs) upper thighs with the best of us. I don't know that I would. I think I would maybe just sit in the corner with my arms folded, but, you know, I don't think that I would belong on Temptation Island. (laughs) That's a really nice humble brag, Maggie. <laughs> you don't belong on Temptation Island. Thanks, Kirsten. No, she's not bragging. She's just stating facts. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, um, I will say, I do, as closed off as he is, as potentially odd with his girlfriend as he is, I do feel bad for Lascelles because I feel like the women who are interested in him are treating him like he's the bachelor. Yes. He's very communicative where he's like, yeah, like I'm trying to be as open as I can, but ultimately like I'm still here with my girlfriend. And they're like, well, I just don't understand why you can't commit to me. You're right. They think think they're on the bachelor, these girls. And I understand how difficult it is that you'd get like emotionally invested in someone, but also please look around and Touch the grass and remember yeah. where you are. Like, was it because Trace they are being unfair crying? to him? Like, he yes. has not. I understand being like, "Hey, you seemed like you were really interested in me. And now you're talking to other people, and that made me feel weird." Like, yes, set those boundaries, communicate, beautiful. But at least from what we've seen, he has been nothing but communicative and been like, "Hey, I really like talking to you. I'm trying to talk to everyone. I don't want to like." commit to anyone because I really don't want to hurt anyone and ultimately I still have a girlfriend and they're all like oh why don't you love me <laughs> like this guy is in too deep <laughs> it is a we- it is a weird vibe like yeah and, and and to me he doesn't seem like none of them seem like such a prize yes exactly and like what's her name I wrote it down Chrislyn 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 yeah she- Kristen was like, I want him, I'm here to make my mark and I want Edgar, even though he's like all cuddled up with Marissa. So I'm sure they're planting seeds because she's going to try to go after Edgar Mm -hmm. soon. But like, I'm like, oh, oh my goodness. Like we're fighting over, over these, these four. Like, but I can only imagine, imagine Kirsten, you're, this show is marketed to you. Like you are going to be. On this incredible social experiment dating show where there are going to be four hot guys here and, and all you are all going to be vying for their affections and you get there and like, these are the guys, you know, it's like, it's like, okay, this is what I'm working with, you know, like, but I, I don't, I don't know. I feel like that because none of them are unattractive, these men, but like none of them would be chosen to be the bachelor. I'm going to fight back. I think Hanya is unattractive. I think Luke is unattractive. <laughs> and yeah, Luke also is like, Luke is like almost attractive, but no, then just something is a little off. I think both Luke and Hanya, if they were nice people with amazing personalities, I would think they're attractive. 
I think that you're just a better person. <laughs> That's way me. worse than what we said, Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they have potential Luke has, to like, be Timmy attractive. Vibes. <laughs> I think that Luke like is almost attractive. Like there's just like small tweaks that could make him so <laughs> handsome. But he doesn't okay. have them. Let's be real. They're all like fine looking guys. They're all like, you know, because they're not guys. casting like ugly people on TV. Attractive. That's why, yes, that's what Kirsten said last time, last season too. Like they don't cast, they don't put ugly people on television. Like everybody is attractive. You know, and probably way but, more attractive in person. That is but, also very true. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. Oh my gosh, Timmy! I'd probably be crying so to Lascelles too. I'd probably be like, "You have to love me." I, Luke kind of gives <laughs> me Beans vibes from Even Steven. <laughs> like he doesn't look like Beans, but he gives me the vibe. <laughs> Luke is the type of guy who, when he gets embarrassed, his face turns beet red. <laughs> Luke just gives me, like, BuzzFeed vibes. Luke, Luke is the type of guy that, when he gets embarrassed, he texts other girls. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. Well, we just really piled on Luke. Watch him, like, next episode open up and be, like, like reveal his, like, very... Apparently, the bad like, things you know, happen to bad through. people too, man. He's going to be like orphaned because of war crimes and we're over exactly. here like, <laughs> nagging <laughs> on his haircut. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> they wanted oh, us man. to feel bad for him. They should have told us that episode one. Sure. <laughs> like yeah. they didn't lead with good material for this guy. I can only be empathetic with I don't context. know. Because also Julian, the first couple episodes last season, I was like, screw this guy. I don't like this guy. And by the end of the season, I was like, Julian is an amazing man. So, you know, I think that there's room. There's room for growth. I mean, the bar for an amazing man is very low. Sure. Especially on Temptation Island. Sure. Especially on Temptation Island. Um, what? Yeah, that's kind of all that I had for the, I, for the last bit here. So for the dates, one of the dates was driving around in go-karts. I don't even remember what the other date was. What was the other date? The other date, I remember this because they were rappelling down a cliff <laughs> into water and they had to wear those <laughs> diaper harnesses and helmets. Okay. And I was like, this is the least sexy activity I've uh-huh. ever seen. Like, I get it. We're doing like adrenaline junkie stuff. We're like trauma bonding these people. But <laughs> The guys get to like cruise around at a leisurely pace in convertible go karts, and yeah. the women have to be strapped into these harnesses and well, like both dates. Well, yeah, that both was dates, last. Though. Yeah, last time the men got to be on boats or no, on the like um jet skis, and then the mm-hmm. women had to be on separate like paragliders from their dates, or they weren't even on the same one. Why are they obsessed with strapping the women into harnesses? What's going on there? Was Mark Wahlberg responsible um, for that too? Men I mean, born in 1997 are really into, <laughs> into harnesses. <laughs> They're really into women dangling from the sky like marionettes. <laughs> yeah. I think that there probably is like a study to be done about why men of a certain age and younger are into specific things. And it oh, has to, I'm porn. sure, do with porn. Yeah. I'm here to talk about it. Like, it's absolutely violent porn. It's a mess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways. I don't know. Is there a lot of paragliding porn? 
Is that a oh. is that a thing? Is there a lot of? Is I, that... I think there's probably a lot of porn involving harnesses. Nobody send me any links. Nobody send me links. Oh my god! Please. If I don't anybody see them. sends Maggie Morgan porn, it's on site. Like you're dead to me. You'll be blocked <laughs> on every channel. I will make Rob block you. I will make RHAP block you. It's, you're done. You're done. I'll find your social security number and you I'll leak it on Twitter. Patreon will be canceled. <laughs> I, no, absolutely not. Yeah, don't do it. Oh, she doesn't have the constitution. <laughs> No, I, I I'm I'm too weak. I don't want not to for hear. harness porn. Oh my! Plus, God. her mother listens to this podcast. Yeah, have some not, decency. Yeah, just everyone have some decency. And if you choose not to have decency, just know that you'll have the wrath of Kirsten McInnes against you, and you don't want that. <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> okay, um, is that everything? Did anything else even happen? Do we have more thoughts from your mom? Yeah, I mean, my mom has a lot of thoughts. Let me find the highlights. Um, we she, didn't even talk about when Iris and Ashley kissed. Oh, my mom did. My mom texted now me. I'm, she said, now I'm rooting for them. <laughs> that truly the couple I would love to see leave this show together. She was like, she was like, oh my gosh, the girls are kissing. How uncomfortable. That's what she said to me. Um, uh, and Mary, then, get with the times. That's why I... I think it's because she's like, their boyfriends will watch, but you know. Their boyfriends are going to love that. That's going to be the boyfriend's yeah. favorite part of the show. <laughs> um, she basically said, if you can make that much of an emotional connection with someone in three days, what have you been doing for seven years? Talking about mm. Ashley and Michelle. And she said, how can you possibly be so confused after three days? And then um, the last thing she said was about Trace one of the temptresses okay. and she just said you came to an island knowing the men are in committed relationships and then when one guy can't commit you give them a lot of attitude she seems like she's too high maintenance you need to walk away Lachelle so that's that's her thought on that um but yeah I think that uh she is feeling the same way we are we're all on the same page about all these people um, I didn't ask her specifically about Luke, but I'll, I'll ask her for next. Yeah, get those for next to week. send to send the specific thoughts. Amazing. So, um, do you have any thoughts to wrap up your uh, your Temptation Island binge, Laura? Any any thoughts about this season? The Mark oh, Wahlberg? Anything else that we haven't covered? I think the thing I'm most excited about is I think this season is maybe the least predictable so far. Um, Hard to agree. Which I think mm -hmm. is a good thing. I will say, if anyone is looking for a really good, easy binge, Temptation Island season one is pretty remarkable. <laughs> <laughs> it, really, it really is. Um, thoughts to wrap up. I don't know. I'm excited to watch the rest of the season. I don't hate anybody yet. I'm not overly attached to anybody mm -hmm. yet. And I'm just like interested to see where the chips fall. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Laura. This was so fun. We loved having you. Um, yes. Please let people know where they can find you if they're interested in your content. Yes, I am very all over the internet and I'm usually a little less mouthy than this, but um, 
I'm on Instagram at Laura.Gerard. I'm on TikTok at LC Gerard. Um, if you are interested in my <laughs> online virtual fitness studio, you can find information about that in those places. And I also am the co-host of the Fit Literate podcast, which is available everywhere you get podcasts. So and what is Fit Literate also for the record? Yeah, can you explain it a little Ooh. bit for everybody? Yeah, so I'm a personal trainer and a fitness instructor uh in the like anti-diet body liberation space and myself and my internet friend Carolyn Vig host our podcast Fit Literate which is kind of like your uh your best friend's older sister pulled you into her bedroom at like a party to give you the caring and keeping of you and like talk to you about like how things actually are. And we do a lot of like diet culture debunking and like deep dives on internet fitness people and um, yelling into microphones about bullshit we see on the internet. So it's a good time. We like to talk. I love it. <laughs> Well, that's great. I love it. I think that it's oh, so, it's good, so good. good. You know that. Thank um, you. Kirsten, where can people find you? Oh, God. Too many places. Uh, <laughs> so currently working on a BoJack Horseman rewatch podcast with the great Lindsay Wilson at BoJack Horse Pod. And we were actually um, starting our Patreon tomorrow, April 1st. So keep your <gasps> oh eyes on that. Um, and then uh, Mary Kwiatkowski and I are talking about Riverdale every week over on Kowski Cast. That's cow with a K. Uh, yes, please cross yourself for me because I need to be blessed to get out of it. Mm -hmm. uh, pray for the show to be canceled, truly, please. Um, <laughs> also, uh, Bridgerton is back and myself, Sasha Joseph, Geneva Guadalupe and Sarah Carradine are over breaking that down on post show recaps and that's been super fun so far and our podcast made like a list of oh you are done Bridgerton listen to this so we're very excited about that and you can find me everywhere at Kirsten said what including twitch.tv slash Kirsten said what Maggie where are you Yes, I'm not in nearly as many places as Kirsten um, and Laura both. You <laughs> can find me on Instagram and TikTok at, at Emma Morgan underscore. And sometimes you'll see me hanging out uh, in the Big Brother Canada space. So uh, I'll be there for updates, usually on Mondays ish, give or take the week. So yeah, that's, uh, that's where I. I am, and I'm here every week with Kirsten oh, talking yeah. about Temptation Island. So next week, we will have on with us Jacob Jones. He was supposed to be on this week, but the amazing Laura stepped in last minute because he was moving. So next week will be my Housewives Rehab Up co-host, Jacob Jones. And um, if he's not, everybody on the internet can send him messages saying, where are you? We missed you. Um, yeah. So this is his last chance. If he bails, he's out forever. <laughs> <laughs> if he's out, he's missed out on Temptation Island season four. But he said this time he put oh, no. it in his calendar. So I, I oh, trust perfect. it. I trust he'll be here. Um, so, yeah, uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.